Rios and Chad Show. Brought to you by Parker & Sons. Heating, cooling, plumbing, and electrical. A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau. Happy, 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 happy Monday for some, not for others. Unless, of course, you got a massive payout to not work <laughs> for the next few years. Yeah, how do I get a job with the Arizona Cardinals where I sign a five-year deal and work one year and then take all the money home? Fantastic. There's a lot going on today. Obviously, we just got out of the uh, Governor uh, Katie Hopps State of the State address. Uh, we're going to talk about that throughout the show. High teacher vacancy rates. What is she going to do about that? The border. She's invited Mayorkas to come and, and visit. Let's see if we could fit that in, in his busy schedule. Uh, we don't have water now. The West Valley, we're short on water. Yeah. That was also uh, uh, discussed. There was a lot in uh, Arizona Governor uh, yeah. Katie Hobbs in her first address. So we spent the first hour really listening to what she had to say. We kind of broke it down for the you know last 10 minutes or so. Uh, let's move to the Arizona Cardinals, who made big news today. They fired their head coach, Cliff Kingsbury, thank God. And uh, I don't know what Black they... Monday, they call it in football, it, right? Well, like, not you, for you, me. You know, you, you know that there's going to be a lot of people yeah. that are going to be unemployed today, uh, and some of them are... It's not black for me. Yeah, you know, yeah. I I'm think celebrating. So. Listen, I'm a Cardinals fan. I'm a season ticket holder, and this team is garbage. Yeah. It's they're unwatchable. Uh, I always said this. I don't think that they tried hard at home. And I don't know how you don't try hard at home uh, because let me see. The last time I went to an Arizona Cardinals game, a season ticket holder and saw them win was last was in 2021 when they beat Houston. Now, the Cardinals did win a Thursday night game, but it started at six. So I sold the tickets. They yeah. won a Thursday night game. They haven't won a Sunday game. And since October, and forever, 2021. Yeah, so it's again. I think you've got Michael Bidwell out there, and he's like, "Okay, we're four and thirteen. We've got a head coach who really doesn't command a whole lot of. I don't want to say respect, but I don't think he's a leader of men. I never thought he was a leader of men. He and I just feels wanna... like a college coach, yeah. that was trying to coach men. Yeah, yeah. You, you coach young men and teenagers. These are grown men, and I felt like it never." Meshed. No. At best, he was a, a coordinator. Listen, I, I don't want some pretty boy head co- coach coming in here anymore. Give me an old, grizzly, wrinkly head coach who's been in the league for a long time. Not some, you know, guy who looks like he should be on the cover of GQ and going out to Scottsdale and remember the big picture that everybody saw yeah. on draft night. You know, he's in his, he's in his, you know, uh, he's in his, 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 what are the tight jeans called? Yeah, he's, he's got the, he's, he's got the tight jeans. The tight jeans. Yeah. What is it? Man, skinny jeans, skinny jeans, and he's got no, no socks, socks on. Right? He's got the fireplace, yeah. and everybody's making fun of the Bengals, right? Because the Bengals, <laughs> that guy's in like a Holiday Inn <laughs> in a room right. in a closet. Yeah. He's got a board that he's drawing on, right. and they're getting ready to go to the playoffs again. Yeah. Don't give me some guy who's ready to go out to the club in Scottsdale, Arizona. I want some old grizzly, you know, wrinkled up. Head football coach who's done it for 20 years. I don't know exactly who that is, but don't give me the pretty boy again. I would want somebody who is young, right? Because you go around, you look at young. Sean McVay. They won, they won the Super Bowl. No, no. I, I want, want somebody. But here's the thing. No. I want somebody that has done it. Give me somebody's grandfather. No, I want somebody who's done it in the NFL. <laughs> That's what that, I want. Here's the deal. Yeah, yeah. All these other guys have done it in the NFL. He came from college to the NFL. And he was a loser in college. And I'm not calling him a, a loser as a human being. I'm just saying that his coaching career at Texas Tech. It was it. It was Great. a disaster. He was a he was a losing head football coach, and he came to the Cardinals and did the exact same thing. So he starts off very well, 
And that's and, really where this happened, right? Because remember, was it last year? Were they nine or ten and zero? And then they collapsed. Well, everybody thought they were a Super Bowl team. They collapsed, and that's really when you go back and pinpoint this from that time they were ten and zero to where they are now. What? What are they? They've won like three games and lost like eighteen. Here's the deal: um, at Texas Tech in twenty third, at Texas Tech, let's see, he was. Uh, no, no, no. Let me give you the stat. Okay, so with Cliff Kingsbury, there's there's something very odd where he runs the team well in the first seven games, and then the last seven or eight, he just he they mess the bed. So first seven weeks of football at Texas Tech, right? He goes forty five and twenty four. All right. So the first half of the season when he was in college, coaching, first half he was forty five and twenty four. Um. Then that then he was eighteen and fifty five after seven games. So he's one of these guys where I just don't know what happens. They collapse at the end. But I, I think as a thirty five and forty overall. Thirty five and forty for the Cardinals? For the Texans Texas? Uh, for Texas Tech. Okay. And he was twenty eight thirty seven and one. Yeah. With with, but here's the thing: why everybody thought so is you got somebody like Kyler Murray. Listen to his scoring offense though from 2015: second, fifth, twenty third, sixteenth. Now that included he went after and got what it was Mahomes, mm-hmm. Kyler Murray he tried to recruit. Uh, what's his name? Uh, the Baker Mayfield. Mm-hmm. He he knows how to put points on the board. But listen to his defense: eighty eighth, one twenty sixth, one twenty fifth, one twenty eighth, ninety eight, eighty seventh. In college, yeah, that's, I, you, you can't win like that. I, I think a lot of folks out there, if you're a Cardinals fan, if you're a season ticket holder like me, um, if you go to a lot of games, I will tell you, I'm not, and I guess I could change my mind, I'm not stepping foot in that building next year. Yeah, They will not get a single penny of my money. None. I will not do it. If you can't win at home, if you don't, if you put out a product that to me just didn't care if they won at home. They didn't and seem maybe like that's, it. Maybe that's a little unfair. But you, you, they were one in seven this year at home, and the only game they won was on a Thursday. They lost every Sunday football game in that building this year, and they seemed like not caring. Yeah, it didn't, didn't seem care. so. It's like Michael Bidwell, the owner. You know, he goes up there today and says it was one of the toughest days of his life. Well, tough. Yeah, because you gave these guys massive extensions last year knowing you weren't happy. That's a you problem. That's not a us problem. It's not a fan problem. You gave guys that you. You like time, your pals. He gives you all the stuff you wanted well, to you hear. Just gave him a, bun- a bunch of money. You gave him all so. a bunch of money, right. and you know this is this is this is what you well, got. What did you do for the fan? Because in all honesty, I feel like I should get a, 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 a refund. Now, I'm not kidding you. Yeah. I mean, I know I'm not going to get a refund, but I did spend you know a few thousand bucks on season tickets, and I got to tell you, it's well, it's my fault. I bought them. Yeah. All right. First of all, I get it. I acknowledge that. But but here's the other thing. Uh, I did not get my money's worth. No, for the last two years, not even close. No, uh, I would go on to say that they were uh, that you know you want to enjoy your Sunday. I would say those games were quite miserable, miserable. And yeah. on top of that, it's a time suck. Yeah, right. You yeah. know, it's one thing it's when you go in there to, to to watch you know to to watch these guys give effort. I'll say something about you know like last year, remember the Detroit Lions? Man, they 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 left everything on the field. I never, ever, ever felt like these guys left everything out there. Yeah, I, I think they need uh, a head coach that is going to demand respect. And, I mean, I think you had an Arizona Cardinals team that was, you know, all over the place. And, and you know, the penalties. And, and that goes back to discipline. coaching. Discipline. No discipline. There really wasn't much discipline. Uh, and so. i got to say, I, I think, too, I look over at Kyler Murray and I say to myself, 
Hey, he's a big question mark still. Huge question mark. But Huge. If he's not the answer, mark. we're screwed. Yeah. I mean, really. You're in cap hell. Well, I mean, you're going to be bad for a long time. This year, there was scandal. Um, this year, there were losing streaks. Uh, this year, it looked like on the sidelines, people wanted to tear each other apart, including the head coach and the, and the quarterback. Uh, there's nothing good that came out of no. this. Well, the only thing good, I hate to say it, the only thing good is two guys are gone. Starting over. You have Fresh. to start over. Time is not the answer, and neither is and the question Kingsbury. Is, what do you go after? And what kind of money are you willing to spend? Well, I'll let the experts figure that part out. But I can tell you, these two guys weren't working out. No. And everyone saw that. Everyone saw that. Don't so. feel bad for them. They're each getting paid. I think he was getting $8 million a year. Oh, it's ridiculous. So he gets, what's another $40 million for That's the next uh, few years for doing to go nothing. away. For doing nothing. Yeah. I got to sign a contract like that. Yeah, it's pretty good. All right. Coming up next, Biden's border visit to El Paso. Did uh, did he learn anything? He was there for a couple hours, looked around. Okay. You know, we'll talk about <laughs> it. Coming up next, the Gatos and Chad Show. KTAR News, 92.3 FM. The Gatos and Chad Show. All right, a lot of news today. We just uh, discussed a little bit about the Cardinals cleaning house. They need a new general manager. They need a new head coach. Uh, we should I, go to apply for a job. Uh, we should. I'll be the GM. I'm already bald, so it works. There you go. And you already wear those uh, short pants with the funny I shoes. I don't so wear the funny shoes. I do not do that. Uh, but it is amazing. You get a job with the Cardinals. You sign a five-year deal. You work one year. The next four years, you get paid, and you don't have to do anything. No, I no. need a gig like that. It's a good gig. That's a it's good, good gig. gig if now, you granted, can get it. you had to, you know, you had to work a little bit to get there, and you had to work say, one year. Well, uh, one year for this time. I mean, I'm sure if you asked them, would you have rather your team won and you guys kept your jobs? They'd probably say, yeah. But uh, you know, <laughs> departing with forty million ain't, oh, ain't a bad department. Yeah, not not bad at all. We'll see if. Uh, if the Cardinals can dig out of an, an enormous hole, an, an, an enormous hole. You know, they're just hoping, please go get a college job. Please go get a college job. Because once he gets a college job, uh, if they give him $30 million, they only have to cover 10 of that loss. Oh, is that right? Yeah. yeah that's the okay. All right. I didn't know that. All right. Uh, let's move over to the border. President Biden went to visit uh, El Paso. Did he learn anything? I think it was a joke. It was a brief visit. Yeah. It was a couple hours. Uh, he went to see, you know, a place where some folks are crossing over. Uh, he went to see Migrant Services Support Center. Uh, I just don't think he cares about the border. No. I think he really likes that it's open. Uh, I, you know, it's again, is the border all his fault? Of course not. Of course not. I but mean, it's a nuisance in his world because he has to talk about yeah, it. Yeah, you're right. And he gets asked questions about it. Right. And it makes his administration look weak. But the reality is, does he care a lot? Mm-hmm. No, I don't think he cares at all. No, because I think if if it was something that you cared about, you'd be doing something. Yeah. Now, we know he's put a few new policies into play. Uh, we'll see how that goes. But, you know, two years in, he really did nothing yeah. except really kind of open it. Uh, so, all right. So he found himself in El Paso. Uh, they cleaned everything up. And I don't think that they gave him what... What it really looks like in El Paso. No. I've talked to some folks in El Paso, and they say people are sleeping on the streets. There uh, was, that uh, was not I... the case this weekend because they moved everybody because the president was coming in. I don't know if they didn't want him to see the real deal or if it was a security thing, but he didn't see the real deal. I saw this guy who was, uh, uh, he was, he was on CNN, and he was, I think he's a priest or something, and he runs a nonprofit. Okay. So th- the alleyway 
like some people are inside, young kids and family members are inside. The re- that they could the alleyway had maybe two, three hundred people just sleeping all in in a row right. there. And they were so angry that it wasn't too far from where he was. He took no time to come down there at all. And, to, and he goes, this is everywhere throughout El Paso. This just isn't one spot. But he took no time to come there. He had to go to the border because he was on his way to Mexico anyway for meetings. Yeah. And if he skipped over it, he would have gotten raked over the coals. Uh, so it's not like he went out of his way. It was like, hey, I'll visit the border. Why? It's on the way. Yeah. Let's be honest. It was on the way to his meeting in Mexico, and that's why he stopped. That's it. I thought it was interesting. Governor Greg Abbott of Texas met uh, the president, you know, as he got off Air Force One and handed him a letter. Now, remember that Governor Jan Brewer did that with Barack Obama, handed him a letter, and then you got the finger in the face. Uh, I don't, you know, I think what the letter said was there like four or five things that could. Five things. Of, they're all kind of the same, right? Like, you know, like remain in Mexico, Title no 42. problem with the no, governor no. handing a letter no. to a president because you know that Biden's not taking his phone call. No. So no. why not hand him a letter? Hey, Brian, why don't even read the letter? I, I think he'll, he'll read he'll the letter. He'll look at it and go, yeah, whatever. I'm not doing any of these things. You know that and I know that. Well, I think he'd at least read the letter. I, I hope he would at least read the letter. But was it was it something that's going to change uh, the way he thinks about people coming over the border or uh, security? No. No. One single visit for a couple hours is not going to get it done, especially with President Joe Biden, who, as I've said, he's the worst president on the border in my lifetime. I've never seen the border so bad. I've lived in Arizona almost 30 years. You know, uh, Trump tried. He had a couple of awful policies, though. Uh, Obama tried. Uh, he built some fence. Build, yeah, built a lot more than Trump uh, did. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I remember talking about when Bush was building some border wall. Uh, as for Joe Biden, uh, the pros on on what he's done at the border, there's not, there's not one. No. There's yeah, I not mean, a name, single. Name me one thing that he has no, done on the border. Because I don't think he can't. No, you can't. And I could name stuff from Trump, and I could name stuff from Obama, and I could name stuff from Bush. Remember Obama, where they called him the deporter in chief? Yeah. Right? And that was under also Biden's watch, because remember, he was vice president. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Coming up next, uh, it is almost three three thirty, and that means we're going to hold up the headlines. Becky Lynn's going to read. We're going to interrupt, react to the day's top stories. Two big ones today. Governor Katie Hobbs, her state of the state, and the Cardinals have blown out their head coach. Arizona's news station. News station. KTAR. On air. 92.3 FM. Online at KTAR.com. And streaming live on the KTAR News app. Your breaking news and traffic. Now. It's 3.30 and you know what that means. Time for us to hold up the headlines. With those headlines, a very busy day here. It's Becky Lynn. Well, for the very first time, Governor Katie Hobbs laid out her plan for the 2023 legislative session. Putting education, water, and the economy as top priorities. In her very first state of the state address, Hobbs announced she'll work to retain educators, address the state's housing crisis, and crack down on border security. I have invited Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas to visit the border with me and meet with community leaders, sheriffs, nonprofit representatives, and business executives in impacted communities. Hobbs promised to protect reproductive rights and address the ongoing water crisis. Holding up the headlines. 
Becky Lynn reads the news while Gatos and Chad interrupt and react to the day's top stories. Uh, I don't want Mayorkas here. That guy's a zero. Bring Joe Biden here. That That's what my challenge for the new governor. I don't want to see Mayorkas. That guy does nothing. He's supposed to help us on the border. He's supposed to. It's part of his job, he's Chad. He's going to be impeached. And he's going to be gone anyway. Uh Go for a bigger fish. I want Biden to look at the the mess that he's made. And I know that it's not all his fault. It's been a mess for a long time. But he's turned it into a bigger mess. Well, he's not tried to fix. Correct. Right. You know, his his issue comes with the fact that he's ignored it. Uh, Mayorkas is, he's a puppet and and I don't want the puppet here. And I don't, uh, he's not going to do anything. And we've known, how many times have we talked to our buddy, old Doug Nichols down there in Yuma? He said, Mayorkas over there is talk. He's promised me something. And then it, it, yeah, it's, uh, look, she addressed it. That's fantastic, but uh, the reality is not much is going to change until the president decides, hey, we need to move on this. Uh, yeah, we'll get to some of the teacher stuff that Katie yeah. Hobbs talked about, our new governor. Uh, we're holding up the headlines, Becky Lynn. The Cardinals take a knee. The game is over. The season is and, over. And uh, the game is over uh, for head coach Cliff Kingsbury. Cha-ching! The Arizona Cardinals are parting ways with their head coach. Earlier this season, though, Kingsbury's contract was extended through the 2027 season. <laughs> and after a poor showing, especially at home, Arizona sports Dan Bick tells the Mike Groomhead show this is welcome news. Comes as a relief to Cardinal fans. I think what you can equate it to as proof of life. The team also announcing this morning that general manager Steve Keim will be stepping down. It's a total embarrassment, this franchise yeah. uh, right now. Uh, here's And maybe this makes me sound a little callous. First of all, I would have fired... Kingsbury in the middle of that game yesterday. You knew you were going to fire him. You hey, come down tell on the field. him not to go back for the second half. He's so bad. Here's the second part. You're going to let Kime just resign. I know that he's got health problems and that kind of stuff, but he deserved to get fired. And maybe that makes me sound a little callous, but... Well. But but you've got to send a message to the team that we just don't let you step away when he, you do a bad job. You get canned, and they didn't do that with Steve Kime. Kime and Bidwell are very good friends. Uh, that's one of the things. It's business, though. Plus, he's been in rehab. That's another thing. And the other thing, there's some other issues out there. I think his whole thing is, is uh, you know, if, if he would have quit on his own in the way, there probably was a buyout where he's not getting all that money. But uh, I can guarantee you that's not happening with Kingsbury. He was every dime. So apparently both of these gentlemen are going to get money for the next four years. They. Well, well, right. I think one's getting. I know. I think Cliff is getting eight, and I heard three eight million, to five a million year? for time. Yeah, eight million a year for doing nothing for the next four years. <laughs> I don't know what Michael Bidmill is smoking when he decided to sign these guys. Because now you're going to have to sign somebody good, and somebody good like a Payton's going to cost you fifteen or twenty million potentially. We're, we're holding up the headlines. <laughs> is that time? Is that who's that? Is that? Is that is that Kingsbury? I don't know. I'm just saying. It could be anybody you want it to be. Or it could just be a chicken. Just a generic chicken. Okay. If the price of eggs is starting to ruffle your feathers, oh. you might want to start shopping local. Over the last few months, the cost of eggs has skyrocketed, mainly due to bird flu impacting chickens. Glenn Hickman, the owner of Hickman Farms, explains to the Mike Broomhead Show just how severe this flu is to farms. The government mandates that if you have one sick chicken, the entire farm has to be depopulated. Hickman explains many major egg farmers have lost thousands of birds, making for fewer eggs. Now, luckily, Arizona's been spared with very few cases reported. Uh, you know what else? That, that You have to destroy the chickens when they eat all of the ballots. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Very 
remember that? that, that was burned, a great conspiracy theory, that right? He burned out his entire farm to hide all the evidence. Oh my gosh! Yeah. So no, the bird flu has been nasty. I mean, I it's expensive here for eggs, but I've not gone anywhere not seen eggs. Mm-hmm. But it's definitely you feel it. There's there's the, you're paying a little bit more. Yeah. Yeah. There's no doubt. Holding up up the headlines. (laughs) Okay, on a somber note, very somber. In Virginia, Newport News Police Chief Steve Drew today saying that schoolteacher Abigail Zwerner saved lives on Friday after a six-year-old student in her classroom shot her as she was teaching. Police say the shooting, quote, was not accidental, it was intentional, unquote. Zwerner said to have gotten all of the other students out of the classroom before she herself exited. Here's Chief Drew today. The farm was legally purchased uh, uh, by the by the child's mother out of uh, York County. Uh, detectives. So after we had this information, like I said, this is unprecedented. We're dealing with a six-year-old. And the teacher is said to be in stable condition in a hospital. Who cares if the gun was purchased legally? A six-year-old carried it in. Well, they have much different... Virginia has some laxer rules when it comes to storage of guns and whatnot. When he first said it was legally purchased, I'm like, buy a six-year-old? Yeah, that's what it's... <laughs> right? <laughs> no, no. Um, did the teacher... How was the teacher? She's in stable condition. Okay, that's good. So she's improving. So, so what you said there, it sounded like, okay, the teacher got everybody out and then went back into the classroom? She got everybody... Well, we... She's I don't to confront she, the kid? I don't... I'm trying that to... That part's not quite clear, but right. we just do know that the kid still had the gun and there were kids in the classroom and she was able to get everyone else. I'm telling you, these teachers put their lives on the line every time they go into a school and people don't appreciate that. And I heard today, too, that they didn't inform all of the parents. Like only a portion of the parents got any kind of notification there had been a shooting. So parents and other parents with kids in other classrooms did not know. Even parents inside the classroom didn't know. Absolutely ridiculous. And someone needs to get fired over that, too. Just add it to the list. (laughs) We're firing everybody today. (laughs) Becky Lynn, can we keep our job today? Nobody wants this job. All right, Becky. Lee. I'm sorry. I can't stop playing this. It's so down. awesome. It's awesome. All right. Every day at 3.30, Becky Lynn puts up with us as we interrupt her headlines. We call it holding up the headlines and chickens sometimes make an appearance on the program. All right. Coming up next, uh, Cliff and Kime were shown the door. Can we fire Michael Bidwell? Is that okay? Can we do that? No. As a team, that's a tough one. Can we at least put him in timeout for the last few years? I don't know. We're going to talk to Paul Galvisi, card sideline reporter, next. Arizona's news station, KTAR News, 92.3 FM. Gatos and Chad. Talking pigskin with Dooley. Brought to you by Day and Night Air Conditioning, Heating, and Plumbing. Serving the Valley for 40 years. The difference is day and night. All right. Every Monday throughout the NFL season, Paul Calvisi comes on the show. He's Cardinal sideline reporter. P. Cal, how are you today, my friend? Busy day. I'm doing better than my voice, gentlemen. So, okay. Hope, hopefully, you know, it's, it's a sign of what this season did to all of us, right? Uh, yes. You know, I'll tell you, as a Cardinals fan, I feel like Cliff Kingsbury walked into the office with Michael Bidwell and they had like a, like a stop and chat and they hugged it out and they decided to just go in separate ways. Where I got to tell you, I'm a little bit more vengeful than that. Uh, I would have liked to have seen him yelled at, fired, and thrown out of the place. And so as a Cardinals fan, I feel like the firing, I kind of got gypped on it. Kime, he's not, he's gone. We got Cliff, he's gone. But I, 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 I feel gypped as a wow, Cardinals fan. Hate I know, I'm sorry. And I apologize. That's just how I feel. Do you think other Cardinals fans feel that way? The frustration and the anger? So you want blood. You wanted vengeance. Is yes. that what you're saying? I wanted, yeah. Or he wants a refund, here's, Paul. They here's stunk. What, 
Here's what made that tough. As Michael Bidwell said himself, and I witnessed every single day, everyone in the building did, Cliff Kingsbury is arguably the hardest working coach in the league. So it's hard to do that to that sort of guy. Now, really, we're going to believe that just because Michael Bidwell said it? The hours he puts in, oh, guys, the hours he puts in were legendary. Now, obviously, it didn't result. No. In the productivity, and you know, you had things that just wouldn't go away. Obviously, the self-inflicted errors. You know, the person. We don't have to go through them. We all just witnessed it over a 17-game season, 13 losses. So, but yeah, in terms of screaming at him and so forth, uh, no. Just based on the work he put in, why it didn't work? That's the big question. Can you find the guy who will make it work? All I know is if you're telling me he worked that hard and they still weren't good, wow. maybe you should have tried to not work it at all because it <laughs> might ended up the same way. It's got to be frustrating, but you're paying a lot of people to go away, a lot of money, and now you got to go find somebody new with potential cap hell. You know, I look at somebody like, you know, everybody talks about Sean Payton coming here or something like that. These guys want to come into an opportunity to win now, not later. They want a quarterback. I think that's why Sean Payton left New Orleans when he did, obviously, with Drew Brees. So do they believe in Kyla Murray? Mm. What is their plan for Kyla Murray, who regressed during this season? You could stop and start right there, guys, with why Cliff Kingsbury is no longer the head coach of the Arizona Cardinals because the $200 million-plus quarterback regressed badly. There was a stat in terms of deep throws. In 2021, accuracy, productivity, Kyler was number one in the analytics. When he got hurt this year, he was dead last in that category. So he didn't, down- throw, he didn't throw the ball deep. The downfield passing attack just yeah evaporated this year. Oh, whose Why? fault is that? Is that is that the play caller in Cliff Kingsbury or is it the player in Kyler Murray because I thought it would be the play call. Yeah. Well, but if a lot of those balls aren't on the money, if then you know, you have to you have to drill a little deeper than that, Larry, and figure okay. out, okay, is that on the quarterback, the right. footwork, the mechanics, where's the accuracy? He had been leading the league in deep ball accuracy, but that really wasn't the case this year. There was, you know, He never synced with the receivers. Of course, he's missing D-Hop for the first six, and then as soon as D-Hop comes back, Hollywood Brown is out. There were a lot of moving parts. It's tough to identify, but any, co- any coach that comes in is going to start with that quarterback. Do I have that guy? So you would think it makes it an attractive job. But in terms of Sean Payton, the Saints are going to need compensation. He has two more years left on his deal. You're probably going to have to part with a first and or second round pick. No. That's too rich for me. Yeah, too rich for me, too. Paul Calvisi is joining us. <sighs> Cardinal sideline reporter. You know, Chad and I were talking about it. Like, as a, I'm not going to buy season tickets for the first time in many years. I just don't believe in this team. It doesn't mean I'm not a fan. It means I just don't believe in this team. And and to be quite frank, you know, and you're the one that has to go and watch every single game. They're not entertaining. They lose all the time at home. Uh, and I'm not having fun on Sunday going to the game anymore. And look, that's the task at hand. How do you restore the belief in the fan base? How do you get the Red Sea to get back on board? How do you recapture what you had 13 months ago? When you started 10-2, and two. Yeah. what happened? What happened when you lost five of your last six? What happened this season? Are you closer? You know, Michael Bidwell told the media, we're not as broken as everyone thinks. Yes, they are. Yeah. They have weapons. I'll say I'm somewhere in between. They have weapons if they can somehow solidify the line of scrimmage. They obviously had issues on the O-line. They're lacking talent now on the D-line, minus minus, uh, J.J. Watt retiring and no edge rushers. they got to address that defensive front and rebuild the offensive line. If they do that, 
they have enough to compete, I do think. Now, where are the 49ers compared to the – what you saw in the 49ers yesterday, guys, was a team that's not dependent on the quarterback. Right, no. Because right. the line of scrimmage is so dominant. Yeah. The run game is so dominant. They have so many dudes on defense. You don't need – you can win with uh, the last player in the draft, a rookie seventh-round pick, Brock Purdy, out of Gilbert. Uh, Hall of Famer, baby! All right, Paulie, we got to go. Thanks, man, for joining us. All right, guys. Talk to you. You've been listening to Pigskin with Polly on the Gatos and Chad Show. Brought to you by Day and Night Air Conditioning, Heating, and Plumbing. Serving the Valley for 40 years. The difference is day and night. All right, coming up next, uh, did Republicans walk out of Governor Katie Hobbs' State of the State address? Wow. It was long. <laughs> Does that mean you walk out at the very beginning? Yeah. All right, we're going to talk about that. It's all coming up on the Gatos and Chad Show.